I was kind of scared. I thought the truck was going to take me. I would ask for so much money that I had to put my little away. Welcome back. 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 Welcome Class is in session. Welcome to Sports School. I am your host, Coach Dwayne, just a regular teacher with a sports mind. Episode 25, it's a simulcast, y'all. We are going to simulcast and link up with the Marlin vs. Marlin podcast as we dive deep into the NFL draft. Going to talk a little bit of NBA. It's going to be tons of fun. Tons of fun, but let's address why is there a teacher doing a sports podcast? Well, quite frankly, I was reviewing the Civil War. I was going over what it was like. The South was winning in the beginning. The North needed to make this turnaround. And then I made the comparison to the 3-1 lead LeBron versus the Warriors. And I found myself in a situation where like half my class didn't understand what I was talking about. And it wasn't just the females, like some of the males didn't know. I was lost. I was like, what? How does I thought this metaphor was perfect. And so I decided to do this sports podcast. But here we go. Time to simulcast. What's going on, guys? Wayne's there, man. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm all right. Uh, I hope I don't, you know, I hope I'm not inconveniencing Big Marlin because, you know, he once said this right here. He doesn't like to talk very much. Yeah. So, he doesn't like so to talk very much. A, that's what he said. Uh, that's what he said on my podcast. So I'm hoping that, that this isn't going to be too much of an inconvenience for him uh, seeing as how he doesn't like to talk at all, apparently. Hey, man, you got to show him the, y'all got to go back and watch the episode. I said I don't like to talk that much by myself, so I need a co-host. <laughs> Dwayne does his show by himself. He could go the whole time. I can't do it. Yeah. So, for, first, first and foremost, um, for one, before we get into to you, Dwayne, a little bit about you and your podcast and what you do, uh, Marlon, tell us who this episode is brought to us by. This episode is brought to us by the Jersey Junkyard. Uh, shout out to our guys over at the Jersey Junkyard. Got Marlon looking um, like a fan. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say, but got a nice jersey on. Is what he looks like. Um, jersey Junkyard twenty twenty at Gmail and Jersey Junkyard twenty twenty on Instagram. DM them. Give them the hashtag Marlon vs Marlon or hashtag MVM for a uh, nice little ten percent discount off of your wear. Sports gear, jerseys, uh, t shirts, hats, everything you need. Jersey Junkyard. All right, so uh, Dwayne, before we get into NFL and all that stuff, just tell uh, we may have some listeners that might not have heard your episode when you were on our podcast. So just let them know about your podcast, what you talk about, and where they can listen. Uh, so I am. It's just Coach Dwayne, Sports School. In my regular everyday life, I'm a teacher, so I take that teacher mindset to the sports world. I hand out grades. Uh, I give lessons, 
And then there's Marlon's favorite segment where I hand out detention. You just got so detention. you've got detention. Uh, Marlon almost had detention uh, when I found out that he said Jordy Nelson was a top ten wide receiver. Um, that he is. He is not. That he is. You should have put him in detention for that. <laughs> Horrible take. Go ahead, Dwayne. But no, I'm I'm just search School on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you'll find me. This is episode twenty five. So. Big right, episode man. for me, simulcasting with uh, the two of y'all who gave me the idea. So, shouts out to y'all. Hey, well, we're proud of you, and we just want you to just keep going. And, and, and I mean, it, it's it's fun. You know, obviously, when you're, you're you're by yourself, so you, you know, it, it's a little, you have to kind of find creative ways to keep people uh, in tune with you and all that stuff. You have great guests. You've had some people that actually work for actual some of these NFL teams, so I think that's awesome too as well. So, uh, but just keep grinding, man, and, and it's, it's fun. So it's great to see you doing your thing, and uh, we look forward to what you got going in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so let, let's get into this draft, man. Um, we've I, I feel like we've been talking about the draft for so long. It's, it's here tomorrow. Um, we before we get into anything, there was a trade recently with the Carolina Panthers and Denver. Uh, all the Denver fans, they definitely wanted Deshaun Watson. They were, you know, hoping and praying for him. Uh, but they got, they got Teddy Bridgewater. They got poor man. So. They, they, got, they got Teddy Bridgewater. So, uh, I'll just tell you, Dwayne, is this, do, do you feel that, oh, go ahead. What you got, Marlon? How do you grade this one, Coach? Oh. How do I grade this one? How do you grade the grade? <laughs> How do you grade it, this it, grade? It, it, man, it depends. I, well, first of all, I gave the whole trade a F because they could have, <laughs> They could have made this trade before I put my whole mock draft together and released it and had people commenting on it. Now my mock draft looks ridiculous. Uh, but no, I give, in, in all honesty, I, I, if you ask me who won the trade, I, I guess Denver. You bring in a guy that can compete with Drew Locke or potentially a rookie quarterback if you draft one. Carolina, I don't understand it from their perspective at all. Like, now you have to go draft a quarterback because they don't have one behind Sam Darnold, who historically is injured all the time. So, or sees ghosts. Or sees ghosts. Yeah, there's ghosts out there on the field, so that's a problem. Um, but Carolina having to pay Carolina having to pay seven million dollars of his ten million dollar contract and only getting a six round pick back. I think you probably should have just kept him, kept him, and let him, you know, be a mentor to somebody or, or compete in the off season. You really didn't get much back, especially if you were going to have to pay the majority of that contract anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now, as far as with Denver, I mean, I, I love to see Denver. Denver's quarterbacks in the past uh, ooh, six, seven years or so has been great. I mean, as a Chargers fan, I love it. Uh, post <laughs> Peyton Manning era, it's, it's been amazing. So, does Peyton Manning make you see those? What do you think of Peyton Manning? Uh, I will say this. I. Whenever, when Peyton was in Indy, we had some of our best, obviously they won a championship, you know, in Indy, but we've had, historically, we played them very well in Indianapolis, so, um, but I mean, Peyton, he's, he's like a three playoff win. Yeah. Anyways, so, so yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so Dwayne, I'll ask you this, do you think that with, with Denver and their struggles in quarterback, do you think that they have their guy, or is it more so of a... Uh, oh, Chad's in the comments. Oh, uh, do you think they they found their guy in 
in uh, Teddy Bridgewater, or are they still going to go out and draft a quarterback? I can tell you right. You said you said Chad's in the comments. Is, uh, Chad's in the comments. Uh, Chad will tell you. Chad will Chad will tell you that Denver has not found their quarterback <laughs> at all. Uh, he was beyond upset uh, with this trade, but. No, I don't think Denver's quarterback is on that route. I don't think Bridgewater's been the same since that injury. I, I think he's a system quarterback. I think he looked really good with Sean Payton and, and in that kind of system, but I don't think Denver runs a system that's conducive to what Bridgewater's good at, and that's scheming guys open. And, and Bridgewater's not going to throw a guy open, and, and that's what you kind of have to do with that Broncos offensive system, and that's just not going to fit him. Plus, he doesn't play well in the cold. Or in the heat. But. <laughs> Somebody should tell him to take the glove off when it's hot outside. Um, yeah, dome, heat. Like, Teddy, Teddy's, just, Teddy's one of those guys, he has so much potential. When you, when we saw him come out of, uh, he was in Minnesota. When Minnesota had, well, I think it was, was it Simeon? It was Bridgewater. And there was, was it? Uh, they had one more. Quarterback? Yes. Yeah. They had, they had, it was three of them one year where, where they all ended up going separate places. Uh, but it was he, he had potential. And, and when you look at him and you look at his, his career, we just had higher expectations for him. And then when you look at him at going to somewhere like Denver, as a Chargers fan, I love it. Because I know if, if we have him in or if we have um, Drew Locke in, that's a win-win for us as Chargers fans. That's how I felt when he went to the Panthers as a Falcons fan. So I know exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. I know exactly. Come on now. Y'all did? Uh, I don't know. We were seven, seven wins. I don't know. We're, we're relevant at this point. But All right. So let's, let's go ahead and get to this draft. Um, first pick, Trevor Lawrence. I think that's an obvious. No need to go in depth with that. Uh, second pick, Zach Wilson. Do you feel as if, uh, Dwayne, you feel like as, I mean, is this a lock at this point? I mean, do you think the Jets could possibly go for anybody else? I think Zach, I think it's pretty, I think it's a lock. I, I, is I think, Wilson a BYU? BYU? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, 6'3", 210. Yeah, go ahead. But I'm going to tell you, you what's, what's frustrating is both Jacksonville and the Jets will take all of the time. They will take the entire allotted amount of time to make their draft pick when everyone in the whole world knows that these are the first two picks in the draft. It, it's beyond frustrating to me. Trades, possibly, or, or what do you think it could be? Jacksonville's, Jacksonville is neither the Jets nor the Jaguars are trading the first or second picks. They're just going to take the whole time because I don't know if they're like contractually obligated to do so. I don't know. But it's, it's so frustrating. Like... Trevor Lawrence has been the pick for months now. So why even put Jacksonville on the clock? Like, we already know. <laughs> yeah. Just start the draft off with that. Uh, I have a question. Like, what? Do you guys, I mean, you guys are both sound like you agree that Zach Wilson is the number two overall pick. Is he better than Justin Fields? I think so. Hmm. I'm not a big Justin, but I'm not a big Justin Fields guy. I've said that on multiple of my podcast episodes. He reminds me of Tyrod Taylor. Isn't I mean Tyrod is not a horrible pick, but also too he's not one of the best picks uh, in the draft. I'll say that Tyrod Taylor is not a first round draft pick as a quarterback. Not at all, at all. <laughs> as a quarterback. And I think 
And and uh and, and speaking of you, we were we were Dwayne, you and I were talking earlier. He's now in Houston. Now we obviously don't know what's going to go on with Deshaun Watson. So I think we know Deshaun Watson won't be playing any more football. I I mean it's, it's going to be like what, what are the cases? What are the thirty five? What cases now? It's, it's up there. So that's, I don't forget about Deshaun Watson. He's not going to draft this year. But Justin Fields led a good team in a great conference. BYU, the BYU quarterback, he's shown some some really good pro days. But given who I saw him play against and what like what he did, he wasn't like he didn't jump off the tape to me. I guess is what I'm saying. And, and of course, when they show the highlight packages and all that kind of stuff, he looks great. That's everybody. So does Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold played in the Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever it is. Mm. So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think Justin Fields is is going to have a better career than that kid, but. I also am not a Jaguars fan, so I really don't care who they take. And also, too, with, with it, this is the same thing with these mock drafts. People are just picking random people, you know, random trades. We're going to get into some, some potential trades, too, as well. You're just picking who you feel. You look at a team's need, and you just kind of go with a random person. I mean, you, you never know who's going to come out, who's going to be a star. Obviously, we saw Brady when Brady was drafted, and look at him now. Um, and also, too, just going to, to last year's draft. People thought Tua was going to be way better than Justin Herbert. And look at where we're at now. Tua was way better than Justin Herbert. You are being... No way. No way. You don't believe that. You didn't like Tua to begin with last year. I know. So why are you getting I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't like Tua. I'm not a Tua guy. I'm just checking. Tua should have went back to Alabama if you ask me. Tua is overrated. Just like the next Alabama... The next drafted Alabama quarterback is, and all the ones before him. I don't know. And, and Chad in the comments saying that uh, the Jets actually should get Justin Fields. So number two, and number two, and number two. So I mean, I don't know if he should be a number two pick in the draft, but I think he's the second best quarterback in the draft. Is what I, is my is my. I don't think he's the second pick in the draft. In, in my opinion, and I'll let you go after this to win. In my opinion, I feel that he when when we look at this third pick, and we're going to talk about this next. When you look at this third pick, it's crazy that Fields isn't even brought up in the conversation. It's more so of of Mac Jones, or are they going to go um, Trey Lance? And as, Trey Lance, yeah. As a Forty Nine er hater, somebody who traditionally hates the Forty Nine ers, um, I actually love that pick for them because, like the way you just said, overrated <laughs> Alabama quarterback have at it. I love it for the Forty Nine ers. Yeah, Clover's in the comments. Clover, huge Bills fan. She wants to talk about the Bills. We're not talking about the Bills because uh, we we, did, we talked a lot of Bills last episode with with Terrence McGee, but also too Justin Herbert is uh, he's proven he's a better quarterback than uh, Josh Allen. So uh, yeah, so Dwayne, you um, are you, uh, outrageous. What happened? What? Did I say something wrong? When does the tension get? When does the tension start? <laughs> That is another historically bad take. I don't know what's worse. Jordy Nelson is a top 10 wide receiver, or uh, Justin Herbert is better than Josh Allen. I don't know which is worse. I don't know. He's made hey, hey by, by the way, Dwayne, I don't know if you thought of, because this is, this is you've done detention every episode. Don't think we're finishing this podcast without somebody getting detention. So okay. I hope that you have somebody in mind. We'll do that after some NBA talk. But yeah, so, um, <laughs> but yeah, so as far as number three, who will the number three pick for the first round of this NFL draft be? It's Mac Jones. That's Kyle Shanahan's guy. It, it's he's the prototypical 
Kyle Shanahan quarterback, except worse. Like, would anybody move up to get him? Would anybody move up? So, I, I will say this. I've had two different 49er fans on my podcast to discuss this trade-up. And both of them were in, intrigued with the idea when they first, when the trade first happened of getting Justin Fields because giving sh- running Shanahan's offense but also having a run threat from your quarterback. Right. I, I don't think I it's Justin I don't think it's going to be Justin Fields because that doesn't fit what Shanahan wants to do. Like, we've never seen Fields do that. Mac Jones has ran a, a similar uh, uh, almost pro-style system in Alabama. Trey Lance runs almost the exact same system as Shanahan at North Dakota State, which is why I think it's one of those two. But if if it were me, and I'm and I'm hoping I'm wrong for the sake of the fourth pick, if San Francisco took if San Francisco took Kyle Pitts, that offense like it, people forget Garoppolo took that team to the Super Bowl. You give that guy another weapon, and they they tried out Ayuk, uh, Kittle, Pitts, and Debo Samuel with Mostert in the backfield. Like that offense is Kansas City like. Okay, but we have to. So, and and you're not gonna like what I'm about to say, Dwayne. Let me out. I hope it doesn't get me in he took them to the to the Super Bowl and then has progressively gotten worse. No, you're right. I'm not. I'm not saying that Jimmy G's a good quarterback. I'm just saying that none of the like Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones isn't a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Agreed. Agreed. One hundred percent. So, like, I, like, I agree with you. I, what I'm but saying is, is I don't understand like the fight. Run like jet sweeps for him to get him the ball. No, but he can't. No, <laughs> he's not that bad. Like Garoppolo's not. But, but I, I, I he's better than Andy is, Dalton. Yeah, yeah, a lot of quarterbacks are. Um, I will say this: I, I do love what what Kyle Shanahan said about you know will um, uh, Garoppolo be on the the roster. On Sunday, well, we don't even know if we're going to be alive on Sunday. I think, for one, I just thought that was crazy. Well, that, but well, that is it's, a it's clear. A, I'm not putting a stamp on my nice. quarterback right now. I'm, yeah. I'm not touching that. But I just think that's funny. But George I mean, Kittle's response think, was great too. What did he say? He tweeted back at him and said, "I'll call you and let you know I'm alive." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's, it's obvious. You, you, you definitely want to try to. Uh, you know, figure out what you're going to do with, as far as with your quarterback situation. It's no, it's, it's obvious that you definitely need a quarterback. That's one of the, the number one needs uh, of your, your offense. I just think that when we look back a few years ago, San Francisco was a team that was as explosive, uh, mainly defensively, offensively. They, they were, they were great too as well with a lot of those receivers. Uh, so let but, me ask this though, Dwayne, as George Kittle, is it great? Kittle or George Kittle? George Kittle, right? George Kittle. Yeah. How do you feel if your team picks another tight end as number three? What, you trying to be Segway King? Hey, that's my job, man. That's my dude. Come on, man. Don't try to steal my stuff, man. Go ahead, go ahead, Dwayne. But if if you're George Kittle, it's not like we haven't seen teams run two tight end sets and be successful. I'd I'd say those guys on the East Coast uh, were pretty good at it for a while before... 
you know, one of them ended up in prison and the other one ended up in Tampa Bay. Like, yeah, but that's also uh, not Shanahan's system that you just talked about. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think Pitts is the pick. I've never. I mean, I've watched Shanahan when he was with Washington. I watched him obviously when he's in Atlanta, where he, all he had to do was run the ball three times. Uh, I watch and I've watched him in San Francisco, uh, and he doesn't run two tight end sets. So I don't think Pitts is the pick. I would, I'm just saying they didn't have to trade up to go get. Mac Jones. That's why. That's why the trade is so bad. The only guy worth trading up to get in this draft after it, it is Kyle Pitts. Like that's the guy to trade up and go get. And that it, that's not going to be the pick, but that makes the trade make more sense. But I think the three picks going to be Mac Jones. And speaking of Shanahan, uh, we talked about Garoppolo. If Shanahan runs the ball in that Super Bowl as well, Garoppolo is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, pe- people forget, San Francisco was in a position to win the game, and they just stopped running the ball in the second half, which is what got them the lead to begin with. So Garoppolo gets a lot, like, he's he's an injury risk, but he, he gets a lot of hate that may not be as deserved as it gets. So, so, so go ahead, go ahead. I was, I mean, going in that Super Bowl round, he wasn't the reason he was there. It was that defense in the run game, but... Right, but you prove my you just prove my point. Like if they if they run the ball if they run the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo is a Super Bowl winning quarterback and we're not having this conversation about them drafting a quarterback at three. Mm. I think he still has to make plays though. He's a lot like Tannehill with Derrick Henry, like third down, third third longs, like we still need you to make plays and over the last couple of years that's where he hasn't been successful. And sometimes they help because he gets hurt every year. Yeah, and because their their running game didn't fall off that much over the past couple of years. They still were rushing two hundred yards a game here and there. So um but anyway. so, so so all right, so so now we'll we'll 'cause I, I still want to get into some NBA in a little bit, so we'll kinda of run through some of this stuff, have a few more questions and we'll get into some NBA. So I'll just ask you, Dwayne, for those of you I mean we we listen to your podcast so we know who you would want your team to get. Your team uh did so bad that the fourth pick just wanna throw that out there. Uh, so, who do you want to? Uh, obviously, we know your needs. You, you need some, some skill players. Uh, we need a defense. Some, there's been some talks about Julio Jones being out there in the trade market. So, who do you want to, uh, your organization to pick with that fourth pick? So, I have, if you've listened to my podcast, I have flip flopped on this so many times. It depends what day you ask. One, the Julio Jones trade rumors are, I think, just BS. But. So I'm not even going to address it more than that. As far as at four, if they stay at four, I want them to take Kyle Pitts. If they trade, I want them to trade. If they trade down, I want them to still be in position to take Patrick Sertan from Alabama. That's my way of answering your question, but not really. Well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) Yeah. I, um... And, and and so Dwayne and I talked earlier, and I'll ask you this, Marlon: if if Kyle Pitts was a receiver, would he be the top two or three receiver? No, that's why I think this is so crazy. Like I don't I don't remember ever hearing a, a tight end talk about like this when it came around drafting. I think we, he owed Jerry Jones a little bit of love for some publicity, mm-hmm. but 
I mean, he's an amazing talent. I don't know if he's that good or this draft is that bad and we're talking about a tight end in the top five. Like, that's crazy. To that, what do you say, Dwayne? I'd say there's not a lot of guys built like Kyle Pitts. Like, there's just, there's not. Um, You're talking about he's taller than Calvin Johnson. He weighs more than Calvin Johnson. He runs faster than Calvin Johnson. Like, this is not a god of dudes built like, and I'm a, and I'm a Georgia Tech fan too. On top of being a Falcons fan, so that's rare air. But like, there's he that kid is he's just built different. Like, I'm built different, and I don't disagree with that. I just like you just don't see wide receivers tight end drafted. But but if he was a if he was a wide receiver and a team took him at four, we would there wouldn't be those conversations wouldn't exist. Like that's what's that's what's crazy to me. And like Marlon said, he and I had talked earlier. If Kyle Pitts wasn't listed as a tight end, there wouldn't be as much discussion about uh, you can't draft a tight end that high. If he was drift listed as a wide receiver, on my I would have him probably as the second best wide receiver. Like you're taking a six-six wide receiver with a seven-three wingspan who runs a four-five. That's if you take the name and the position away, nobody's complaining about that pick. That's a good pick in the top five. It's because he yeah, plays tight end and he's listed as a tight end that everyone has a problem with it. Right, but the reason everybody has a problem with it is because you don't build a team around a tight end. You're supposed to be building a team around a number four pick in the draft. Like you. Traditionally, it's quarterback, quarterback tackle, it's quarterback, the guy who protects the quarterback, Correct. and the guy that goes to get the quarterback. Those are the three things. That's normally what we'll see. So, you know, yeah. And, and it, even when it comes uh, contract time, those are the same three guys getting paid. But if Atlanta, if Atlanta so, reaches, if Atlanta reaches at four for one of those positions, it. it the, the the Falcons front office is getting blasted for reaching for this edge rusher or reaching for a corner or reaching for a backup quarterback. Like, it, well, that well that plays into my point. Is is the draft stop? Is the draft talent this year that weak to where this is the a top five pick? And not saying anything against his talent, just the position he plays doesn't warrant it. That's I, what I'm saying. And if the Cowboys picked him in the first round, I wouldn't be mad. But I'm just saying, we don't need a tight end, per se. Wide receiver. Wouldn't be mad because he fell down to the, the, the spot. Where is the tight end? The wide receiver. the last tight end drafted in the top 10? Vernon Davis. And what did he do? Vernon was, Vernon was solid. And what is, shout, shout, by the way, shout out to Mark. He was in the uh, comments and uh, shouted out Vernon Davis. Vernon was solid for five years. Well, Vernon, Vernon, Vernon was a four... Did he make this? Did he, was he there when they went to the Super Bowl? I think he was already done. So they, he didn't do crap when he was there. Like this is my point. That's not how you build a team. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You don't build a team by putting talent on the field. The, the Raiders got the best, the number three tight end in the league in what? Who? Waller. Darren Waller. Yeah, he's a problem. Oh, Darren Waller. Yeah. But that. But there's that. Darren Waller has. Darren Waller is. If Darren Waller was in this draft, teams would be like, "Oh yeah, you need to take that guy in the top five. That that guy's a matchup problem. That guy's a nightmare." If Darren Waller was in this draft, we're talking about Darren Waller the same way we're talking about Kyle Pitts. All right. So 
So I'm, I'm gonna cover it a little bit. So Dwayne, uh, we, we've been talking about receivers, top receivers, and all that. Um, who is the best wide receiver in this draft? Oh, three, so, two, one, go. So I think I think the wide receiver class is is a, probably one of the deepest wide receiver class classes in recent NFL drafts. But I think five or so in the first round, right? I think you could have I had I think I had more than five going the first round like there's okay. just a lot but I, the best one is J- Jamar Chase is the best he's the best wide Chase. receiver in, in the he, he reminds me of Terrell Owens like he's T.O. like he's built like T.O. he runs like T.O. he's T.O. without the drama but yeah he's T.O. without the drama yeah who do you think? Best tight end in the draft? Best wide receiver in the draft? Wide receiver, yeah, my fault, my fault. I haven't paid it. We're not looking at tight end or wide receiver, so I don't. I, we've got uh, a really good one. You know, so, you know so, so we're getting ready to go into the defensive side, so best defensive player in the draft, or. Who do I want? Go ahead. Go ahead. Patrick Sertan. Yes, that's who I want. Cowboys, for those of you watching or not watching, listening, and can't see my Cowboys polo. I want Patrick Chatin. Do I think that we're going to get him? I have a very bad feeling that he's, he's not going to be there. Oh, yeah. But that's who I want. There's another kid in the draft that's pretty good, too. I forgot where he was from. Uh, J.T. Horn? Yeah, the kid from South Carolina. South Carolina? Yeah. yeah. I think I was watching the stat or watching the highlight reel of him. They said he didn't give up more than like 30 yards in his career to a receiver. And I don't know if it's because, like the SEC was just running the ball, but that's pretty crazy. I, I well, one Patrick Sertan is, I think. I mean, I talked about it earlier. The guy I would want the Falcons to get if they move out of four. I think he's the best defensive prospect in this draft too. I mean, six two four six two four four plays corner and safety. I agree. We probably use him a lot, a little more as safety. Um, maybe both. Y'all need him everywhere. We need him. D tackle. Y'all. What do you mean, y'all? Y'all don't need him everywhere. D tackle. You can use him at D. Well, see, but, oh, but you, need you need everything. Oh, didn't your boy Sean ever retire? He ain't played in three years anyway. He can cut for the past three years. <laughs> I thought he was already retired. I had Dallas taking a linebacker for that reason. Yeah, I mean, they, but hey, shout out to Vanderesh. I I do like him. Vanderesh is he's, he's he's solid. He's always hurt too. When he's not he's hurt, he's one of the boys in high school that was just slapping himself, hitting his head on the locker, and all that. Like he, but and Jalen Smith, Jalen was he's, he's been our most consistent linebacker as far as health and everything else. Yeah, but they all missing tackles and they all getting hurt and they all giving up touchdowns. So we need everybody. Falcons just need guys to recover onside kicks. I mean, y'all need defense too. <laughs> Taylor, running backs, y'all need man. I will say this a little, little off topic, but uh, Devontae Freeman loved him. I, he ran as if he was like like a uh, like a Ahmad Bradshaw type, Eddie George type Ooh. guy. Devontae Freeman, oh, a little guy. He ran a, like George Dunn. He ran like but Lord he, Dunn. But, yeah, yeah, a hard runner. 
Dude was concussed every two weeks. Absolutely. Easy, easy. Like that was his number one injury. He was all, but but I mean the dude had he he had heart. He had heart. So, um, but yeah, I mean I, I think that the it's, it's very interesting. With, really with all of our teams, I hope that uh, obviously with the Chargers we need a little help on defense too as well. But oh, just a little bit, uh, just a little bit. You know, Derwin James, another one. He's always hurt too as well. Joey Bosa, whenever he feels like playing, he's going to be out. Melvin Ingram um, looks like. Uh, I don't even think he's no, he trying to win the men's league championship at, at El Cajon High. That's wild. <laughs> he not, he, I don't. I, I don't know. He's gonna have but, the first James. But, but I mean, hey, got 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 a, got a solid quarterback last year. We got the, what, got the best pick of the draft last year. So therefore, <laughs> we, we got rookie of the year runner up. Rookie of the year runner up behind Justin Jefferson. So, uh, did you check if he won it? I, I saw who won it. I, I'm telling you, who should have won it. I, I was just, I didn't know I saw who won it. I was Giannis win back to uh, back MVP, so it really don't mean nothing to me. Uh, so before we get into NF, NBA, uh, do you, Dwayne, do you see any possible picks? Who is the team that's very desperate that, that just needs to trade up and go out and get their guy? Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay needs another. Green Bay got to do something. Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. It's a matter of time for that guy. Has to die. I'm done. I want to leave here. Uh, I have them trading up. I have them trading up to get the the other wide receiver from LSU, Terrence Marshall. Uh, I have them trading with not, Tennessee. Not, not a tackle to protect Rogers. He's getting a little bit older. I, I think at some point you got to have somebody other than Devontae Adams to throw the ball to. Like Valdez Scantling has dropped problems. St. Brown has dropped problems. Like somebody else has to be out there oh, to catch the ball. But, but see, here's the thing, and and this is why if there was a receiver. In the draft, like Jordy Nelson, all this would be solved. Oh my god! Jordy oh was my the gosh! Man. Receiver, if you're just listening now uh, and you didn't get to listen to us about two or so episodes ago, I said that Jordy Nelson was without a doubt a top ten receiver when Jordy was in the league. He tried to end the, he tried to ruin our podcast. He tried to sabotage it. Mar- he, he didn't want to do it anymore. Marvin so walked off. That. He I'm did. Saying, you go and look at his numbers, and I think you had said. Uh, I forgot what you said, but consistent over a thousand yards for like six or seven seasons, over ten, twelve touchdowns. Jordy Nelson was a solid number one receiver, and he was a top ten receiver in the league when he was in. The league. Mind you, guys, this is the same Marlin, little Marlin, that said Michael Thomas. Oh, having a bad right. year when he had 115 catches. This is like week four. Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 115 catches by week four. You're saying? No, he didn't. 115 catches by week four. All right. So he didn't have 115, but he was on pace for 115 anyway at week four. And you said it again at the end of the season. So, Dwayne, so you, as far as with Jordy Nelson, do you not Why feel that he was... I just got to... We're talking about Rodgers, but it's, it's relevant. Jordy Nelson. So, Jordy Nelson is just Jordy Nelson is just a better version of Julian Edelman. Like both of them are overrated. Speak, we 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 never got to talk about Julian Edelman. So I'll just throw it to you guys. I'm gonna throw it to Marlon first. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. I think he'll get there. If if there was a Hall of Fame for playoffs, yes. But regular season, I I probably wouldn't put him there. But with the NFL and how it is, 
Yeah, I think not, he, it's yeah. not about who deserves it. <laughs> like, let's be honest. He played the game right. He played in the right place. He'll be there. If Jordy Nelson gets into the Hall of Fame, I, I I will lose my mind. The entire NFL Hall of Fame committee will have detention. Everyone, all of them. <laughs> oh no no no! Not not uh, Jordy Nelson. I was talking about Edelman. Edelman. I'm sorry. That's what that's that's what I meant. Well, both of them really. If either one of them. Get <laughs> okay. All right, Dwayne. All right. Edelman is a three-time Super Bowl champion and MVP. Those are those are numbers that. Exactly, no Chad. Chad in the comments, y'all sleep on Jordy. Y'all don't. And then Jordy was Chad. Stop that. Jordy was. Stop I have a it, Chad. For Chad specific. Okay, let's let's let him comment. Was he better than Ed McCaffrey? You can keep going. I'm Jordy. Jordy was better than Ed McCaffrey. Jordy was solid. So, all right, um, Dwayne. Yep. One more question for you. So. All right. And I forgot my question I was going to tell you. So so we talked about the best. So, so as far as with corners, so we talked about the best defensive prospect. So as far as the best corner in the draft, who do you have for the best corner in the draft? I I, I have Patrick Sertan as the best corner. I, I, again, I think he's tested in the SEC. He's six foot two. He can play outside, he can play inside, he can play safety, he can rush off the end. Like, he can just do everything. He reminds me of Derwin James. He, he reminds me of Derwin James. I was, I was going to say the other guy that just went to the Seahawks. Um, I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Jamal Adams. Got Jamal Adams, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I'm not mad at the Derwin James. I hope he's more durable, but... I mean, that that's... That's what I, I mean. I maybe um, Newsom from Northwestern because he's he's similar in size and speed to Patrick Sertain, but Sertain had was tested more. I mean, Sertain guarded every SEC wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. So as we look into the first round, we're not going to go to every single pick because I feel like we get that you can you know. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the NBA day today, guys. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm basically saying we're not going to go through every single pick and all that stuff, but Dwayne, I'll ask you this. Uh, you, you've been, you've had draft experts on your podcast and all that. Yep. Is there a player, offense, defense, whoever, somebody that's just going to be slept on that will make a lot of noise in the league? Um, outside of the first round? Outside of the first round, is there somebody that possibly has great potential that will get drafted second, third, fourth, whatever, but they can definitely make some uh, some noise in the league? So I got I mean, I have a couple guys. And I can just run down the list. Um, a couple of Chad, if he's listening, would love this. A couple guys from Florida State, like Marvin Wilson. If he had come out before last year, he's a first-round pick. Now he just had a bad year, and he's just slipped, but he's just a – monster-sized defensive tackle. It just reminds me of a bigger version of Grady Jarrett, um, who was drafted late. Uh, the Florida State wide receiver, Tamori Terry, like, if he hadn't tore his, if he hadn't messed his knee up this year, he's probably in that conversation to be a first-round wide receiver. Um, and then Paulson Adebo, the corner from Stanford, who, really, the only thing about, Adebo probably has better coverage skills than Sertain, but Adebo just has a really hard time tackling. He's, he struggles tackling. He, it, You can break... 
he misses tackles. Um, like, there's no other way to put it. Right, but but there's also, I mean, there's other corners that struggled tackling and and made a name for themselves in the NFL. So, but Shout those out to Kyle in the chat too as well. Kyle Rhode Island. Uh, so those those are my guys. I'm gonna tell you the one. There's there's two guys who uh, are currently projected to go undrafted that I'm just I think have immense potential. Uh, TJ after those two get the NBA, so go ahead. Alright, yeah, TJ Vasher, oh. the, the wide receiver from Texas Tech, he's six six and a half. Uh but he just had off the I field problems. Guys like me that half matters. Yeah, Sorry. That's why. Um but he looks like if you put an AJ Green jersey on him, you he could fool people into thinking he was AJ Green. He runs routes well, he's fast. He's physically high points the basketball. He can uh, the football. I'm sorry. He can jump, um, but he cannot stay out of trouble. He has like Josh Gordon esque off the field problems, which um, is probably going to lead to him not being drafted. And then Jalen Camp, the wide receiver at uh, Georgia Tech, who's six two, ran a four five, six two two thirty, ran a four five, and put up more reps than DK Metcalf. But he played in Paul Johnson's triple option system for three years, so there's not a lot of tape. Um, why do receivers even go to Georgia Tech at this point? I don't understand it. Jalen Camp went to Georgia Tech as a running back. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that's a good place to go for a running back. We are going to move you to <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I was just going to shout out to uh, Destroy, the kid, Donald De La Haye. Was a kicker, Yusuf Star was a kicker at UCF. Um, okay. That the NCAA told him basically he was no longer eligible to play football if he didn't take down his videos on YouTube. Um, so the last couple of years he's just been uh, training and stuff like that. But he's a kicker, um, young brother from the workouts I've seen, and, and he works out with the guys over at House of Athletes, uh, Brandon Marshall. Man. Okay, so like he, he looks like he's like a lot of teams to legit use him. Yeah, so we'll see. Shout out to him, though. He's, he's trying to make it. I don't think he gets drafted, but maybe somebody will give him a shot. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely see. I, I know for sure there will be some trades. We'll see who moves up. Um, as, as Dwayne said earlier, these teams will take as much time as they can, and they already know who they're going to pick. Uh, possibly just waiting for a, a, a possible trade. Didn't you go to uh, the you? Yeah, we went to, uh, so my wife and I, my wife got me tickets to uh, to go to the draft. It was, it was day two of the draft when it was out here in Dallas. And um, it, it, it was crazy. Met up with some Chargers fans. And, and I mean, you we, got planned it or you just ran into something? We ran into them. So uh, we just got in the actual area. So it's, it's bars and uh, you're able to see ESPN, uh, FS1, all of the people. I saw Steve Smith, chatted with him for a little bit, um, uh, Carolina Steve Smith. Uh, and then just you, you saw as, as these people were, were um, you know, doing their shows live, uh, you know, you were able to see them from their, their I saw Rich Eisen, um, just just a, a ton of people. And, of course, they do interviews with with. Uh, famous, you know, you know, NFL guys and, and all that stuff. So that was pretty cool. And the Charger fans I met had extra tickets to go actually into the draft. And so that was pretty cool. So um, LT was actually presenting, you know, oh, yeah, and the, the San Diego Chargers present 
and it was LA, but whatever. Uh, and then from there, I got, you know, LT came over to the area. So every, every NFL team has a section on the floor. And then from there, there's like general like seating, like kind of up top. But it, it was crazy dope experience. So, uh, for 100%. So, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I know there'll be some trades. Uh, we'll, there's going to be, you know, some type of drama, all that stuff. So definitely excited. Can I ask a question? Yes, sir. So, this is, this might be a little intrusive, maybe a little too personal. Yeah. But I have a question. Um, your wife, she's from New England, right? Boston area. Jamaica, but, you know, by way of it. Yeah. So, so when you guys met and got married, did you guys talk about like whose team? For she don't know sports. If I if we going anywhere, she wear what I tell her to wear. Boss, you should have chose her team, even if she didn't have. Them. No, I'm not wearing New England anything. Anyway, anyway, you got anything else? Anything else uh, for the I, draft? I wish you could have lost away. Thanks. Um. Yeah. I'm leaving that one alone. Uh, no, I had the only I had uh your two your two teams trade with each other. That's that's really all I got. I had your two teams trade with each other. Uh, what are we are we getting? Uh, ooh, you have us getting Sewell? I had y'all taking the tackle, and I had Dallas taking Michael Parsons, Penn State linebacker. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's so, that's the thing with these mock drafts. There's so many different. Uh, intricacies and, and all that stuff as far as who can trade with who and, and all that stuff. So, but we're, we're going to be tuned in. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so ready for this draft to be over. There's all this draft talk, and it's like, all right, let's get there, get our players. I'm not a big draft watcher. Hurry and get the OTAs. I mean, I'm a watch. I'm be, you know, I'm a watch. So we'll see. Um, other than that, let's throw the draft talk away. NBA time. The playoffs start May, there we go, let's go, May 22nd, I believe it is. So, uh, I'm going to just jump into your team, Dwayne, huge Hawks guy, Yep. Trey Young, is he still out? He is still hurt. I believe he's Okay, is he planning to come back before the playoffs? I hope so, because they just got smoked by the 76ers tonight, so. Well, it's the 76ers, I mean, and you're the, you're the Hawks, so, I mean, all right. Well, uh, so. well, pump your brakes. Um, <laughs> the Hawks were making a run at that three seed before Trey Young got hurt, mind you. Um, yeah, if they're just a different team. I'm, I'm, I was John Collins' biggest fan until Trey Young got hurt, and then now I, I see what Big Marlin said on my podcast. Who was John Collins before Trey Young got there? Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's tough. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this, Dwayne. As a Hawks fan, do you? And I want you to be real with me, because I mean, we talk a lot. I, I need you to be real with me. Right. Do you feel there's any possible way you can make it out the East? Just be real with me. Any possible way? And get to the finals? Uh, no, not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. All right. I mean, even with a healthy tray. With with a healthy tray, I would say with a healthy tray, everybody healthy. The Hawks arguably have the deepest team in the Eastern Conference. But they're just... Cam Reddish is still young. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is still young. Okongwu is still young. They're just... They're, they're a few years ahead of being able to compete and win in the East. And plus, there's only one team that's going to beat the Nets. And that's the 76ers. So... 
Okay, oh, we'll, 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 we'll get to we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I will. Oh damn, that's great podcasting. I had a great. Oh, by the way, um, we you guys both have talked that when we had you on our podcast, we talked about Steph Curry and how we praised Trey Young for what he's done in the second year when Steph wasn't on his level. But now we see Steph where he's at now at age thirty three. Do you see any possible way that Steph can continue to do what he's doing? And I'm not saying to, to live up to be what Steph is, but can we compare them at th- that point in Trey's career to where Steph is now? Will they even be comparable? No, I think Trey Young is a is going. I think ultimately Trey Young will end up being better than Steph. The problem is. Oh, oh my God. Is will Trey Young will Trey Young play with Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and then eventually Kevin Durant? Like, will he play with all those guys? Like Trey Young is. I was just having this conversation on my way home today. Steph Curry is playing out of his mind, but you know who Steph Curry is right now? He's Damian Lillard. He's Trey Young. Damian Lillard is better than. Like, this is what these guys have been doing. And they had to do it because of the teams they played on. But like you said, no, they're not going to be able We're not going to be able to compare them because Trey Young's not going to have three final championships. Trey Young's not. And maybe no. he will. I don't know. But He's if not. he doesn't, is that going to mean that he wasn't as good as him? We, well, we might never know because the thing, that, it's just a moving goal, goalpost. Because now nobody cares that, that Steph is not going to win a championship. But when he was winning, them, that's all that mattered. So, I, I think, I think that the, the two of them, Trey and Steph, are always going to be compared. I, I think Trey has the capabilities to be Steph to be Steph Curry. At this point in their respective careers, Trey Young is better than Steph was at this point in his career. So if they stay, if if Trey stays on this trajectory and continues to get better, the same way Steph continued to get better, I don't think it's absurd to say that Trey could be equal, if not better, than Steph. Uh, like, uh, is your argument that Trey isn't gonna get any better? Like, this is the best he's ever gonna no, be. And I know he he will get better, but I just it, and this was just more so of an internal uh, a debate because Marlon had brought up how uh, Trey is on another level than Steph was year two. I'm just basically saying that I hope that we're able to just have this conversation and Trey is able to stay at the level he's been at and keeps progressing and gets better as Steph has got better. Obviously, championships, Clay. Uh, you know, KD, all that stuff. You obviously, he most likely won't get that in his career, but we're talking about comparison. So we're saying that, you know, you, the fact that they're being compared, and, and truthfully, I don't think people are really comparing them as much as you guys are, are saying. I think it's more of Steph and Dame, more so of Steph and Trey. That's because they're closer teams. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as, as Trey gets a little bit older, I don't necessarily know that he will get compared to Steph. Um, I think he has the potential to as he gets older and maybe 10 years from now, but, you know, we'll see. I think people are looking at 
Steph when talking about Trey Young. They might not be looking at Trey Young when talking about Steph's career. The, that pro- makes any sense. the problem is, is that everyone's comparing Trey to Steph now. Everyone's comparing Trey to Steph now, and that's not the that's not the comparison that needs to be made. It needs to be look at Trey to Steph at that point in his career. Sorry, sorry, Dwayne. The dude that said the Heat would make it to the finals. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been on plenty of times. Sorry, he was asking about who somebody was in the comments. Um, I'm just saying, bro, year two in the league, he went 30. He averaged 30 and 9 his second year in the league. I don't even have to pull up Steph's career stats. And it's, it's not there. And and I, I, I hear you. But I just want to, cause, and this is the thing, a lot of people want to try to say, oh yeah, Steph this, Steph that, he's had all these great players around him. Okay, cool. He's had, his second best player is what? Draymond. And he's in and out the lineup too as well, so look at what he's done now. The month that he's had in April, I mean, just look at what he's doing. And on top of that, like they're, they're not even, I, I don't even have the standings in front of me, but, you know, I think they may be, you know, Eight, ninth, whatever. Okay, but this, so, this is all I'm saying. If this was a year for him to prove it, and I think it's proven. It. No, but just he, he has a cheat code because he already has the accomplishment. What's the cheat code? That he already has the accomplishment. That, okay, that is nothing for him now. What? When he's playing, this is what I'm saying. This is the point I'm making. I'm what the cheat code is. When, when James Harden averaged a triple double, when Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double, and we're doing all these amazing things. Shout out, Russ. When, when Kobe Bryant scored 40 points, they weren't winning championships. And that's where Steph is now. The only difference between Steph and what James Harden was doing, what Russell Westbrook was doing, is he has the, the hardware already. He has the MVP already. Yeah. I'm, I'm, throw that out the but window. I'm just saying, look at what he, no, but he's, but, 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 Go ahead, go ahead, Dwayne. He's the, so if you compare the two at, through the first three years of their careers, which Trey Young's third year is not even over, just comparing Steph's first three years in the league to Trey's first three years in the league. Trey has 1,500 more points and 700 more assists. And and more rebounds. So I, 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 I'm aware that, that Trey's numbers are better. Yes. I'm, I'm 100% aware of that. Like, like Mark is saying, Steph is getting triple team. <laughs> Did you watch the Warriors play against... James Harden when he was getting trophy and what he was still doing to them, like, of course, that's what happens when now he's getting the treatment that everybody else has been getting, like everybody else has been done to. That's all it is. That's all. Like he's getting a reality check. He's gonna taste the reality, bro. And he's killing. And I said at the beginning of this year, I said he's gonna average more points than he ever averaged because there's nobody else to shoot the ball. What do you want, Draymond taking ten? Shots a game, 15? I don't want none. None, exactly, my point. So his averages are going to be a little bit down because he's taking tougher shots, but he's also going to be taking more shots because you don't have play to take 15, 20 shots a game. You don't have KD to take 10, 15, 20 shots a game. That kind of stuff matters, bro. So, of course, his numbers are going to be inflated. But winning matters most. Is that, is that, is that accurate? Not all, 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 I'm, all I'm saying is, no, they were. Look at what he's done, records, breaking records, all that stuff. 
just look at where he's at, and and they're still they're not even even the records. He's not breaking records right now. Are you oh, sure? The record, he just broke. He just broke like the most threes in, in a certain span of like a oh, month. That's what you, I, thought, I thought you were talking about the scoring record for the Warriors because like no, a lot of, no, no, of no, like, yeah, no, not like over his career, just like in a span of what he's doing at age thirty three. So and I want to talk about more, I want to talk about more stuff, but we are talking about. It always feels like I'm hating on Steph on the show because it's like he's a you do. Why, why am I hating on Steph? Because you tell me. Hey, let me let, but let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question because Trey gets compared to Steph and Trey gets compared to Luca, uh, bec- and obviously because of the draft night trade. If Trey Young wins a playoff series before Luka Doncic. Are we gonna still complain that the Hawks blew this trade? And the Hawks should have kept Luca because I seen it in y'all's comments. Hawks should have kept Johnson. If if Trey wins a playoff series before Luca does, if it's all about winning, then you gotta say Trey progressed faster than Luca did. Trey took a, a horrible Hawks team because Luca's got Porzingis, Trey's got John Collins, <laughs> like. Yeah, that's, yeah, Mavs won, yeah. The Mavs won a playoff series last year, though. Did they beat the Clippers? Who beat the Clippers? Yeah, because Clippers lost a little bit earlier. I think, I could be wrong. I, I'm, I'm looking it up now. I don't want to bubble. In the bubble, right? No, the Clippers beat them. You're right, you're right. Clippers beat them six games. Oh, uh, what's the name that I heard? Porzingis got hurt, and then it was Luka against everybody. They lost to the, the Nuggets in the second round. Uh, I don't know. I think that's big. I like Luka, though. Just as high as I am on Trey, I'm... I'm just oh no, I like Luca. Your last, your last comment, Dwayne. We're gonna switch to another topic because we gotta most stuff going. Yeah, like sleep. Mm-hmm. We got you up late, man. Go, 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 go ahead, Dwayne. Go no, ahead. I was saying I'm. I'm not a. I like Luca. I'm not a a Luca hater. It's just that's a that's the pretty much outside of Atlanta. Everybody's comment is they should have kept Luca. They should have kept Luca. They should have kept Luca. On the Hawks. If the Hawks win a playoff series before the Mavs do, somebody give Trey Young his respect. Would you it, the same respect you want to give Luka Doncic? Give Trey Young that respect. Okay, I, I give you that. I give you that. Um, all right. So switching over a little bit, um, sticking with point guards. I personally feel that this person has been slept on as far as an MVP candidate. Looking at what their team is doing out in the West, I personally think Chris Paul should be mentioned uh, with some of the MVPs, Jokic, uh, you know, some of the other ones, Joel Embiid, and all that too as well. So, Dwayne, I'll throw it to you. Do you feel that Chris Paul uh, is, is somebody that possibly would be a snub if he's not mentioned as far as uh, MVP? I, I think you could make that argument based on what the Suns were last year compared to what they are now. But if it's based on statistics alone, I don't think, I don't think Chris Paul is should be in the MVP race. Devin Booker is putting up better stats, and they're on the same team. Putting up better stats, but is it, are they impactful stats? You can't get tricked by the numbers all the time because he was doing that last year too. Mm. You're right, but last year he was the only one on the team. Now he's still putting up the same numbers, and Chris Paul is in that backcourt with him. 
Like, are, the, are, the Suns, are the Suns a two seed in the West without Devin Booker? Are they a two seed without Chris Paul? I, I have an answer to both of you guys. I think they're a playoff team in the West without Devin Booker. I don't think they're a playoff team without Chris Paul. I don't know. They're not a two seed without either one of them. Correct. But that's what I was saying. I, I think they can still make the playoffs. Hell, I've seen Chris Paul take OKC to the playoffs last year. So... I do think it's possible for him to take his team who has more talent. At this point in his career, too, because what is Chris, 35, 36, 37? And still just out here just doing people in, throwing just crazy, you know, no shots, step back threes, all that stuff. Like, Chris, he's shown me so much. I've seen what he's done in New Orleans, of course, in, in L.A. But now I think this is really when he's just trying to really get more so that ring and not necessarily go and take less money and go say, okay, hey, LeBron, let me go team up with you or, then you know, let me go hang with whoever. Like, I... I oh, they try to. They try to get him to the Lakers. And I'm... I'm well, well, yeah, 10 years ago. No, 12, oh, 13 oh, years oh, ago. Oh, in Kobe's time. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but, 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 I'm, I just, I, I appreciate what he's doing now when he could have quit OKC and just said, like, oh, you know, you know how sometimes players do, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I don't want to play, but... I, I, I commend the guy. I mean, taking a, a, a one of the two of the laughing stocks of essentially the NBA and taking them to be playoff teams. I just think that's dope. I think he should be considered uh, for MVP. Well, Chris Paul probably my favorite player ever, so I don't get a fair comment on this one. I, I like I like I like Chris Paul. I just don't think he's the MVP. I like Chris Paul. I just don't think he's MVP. I don't think he's putting up. I don't think. I don't think he's putting up numbers to be considered MVP. I think he's a difference maker in the same way that Draymond Green was a difference maker. Phoenix Sun player to get MVP, then we might have a different argument. But you know, yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, so, Dwayne, a um, few more questions, and then we'll be out of here. Uh, uh, your Hawks. Yeah. Uh, you guys are you guys fourth? Fifth, or you got somewhere in the vicinity? Well, with the loss tonight, we're now fifth. So there's there's that. Okay. All right. So what are the Knicks? Fourth. Oh, Knicks. Oh, you guys are the same seed as the Lakers on the left. It's crazy. <laughs> the Knicks are the four seed, though. To answer the Knicks, so, the Knicks, when, when the Hawks lost, the Knicks moved to the four seed. That's where the Hawks were. Okay. Yeah. So so Knicks uh, for for one. Julius Randle, we talked about him too as well. He possibly could be another candidate for most improved. Uh, yeah, most improved. Some may say one of the last few, the MVP. As far as going further in the playoffs, do you feel that your Knicks could go further in the play? I mean, I'm sorry, your your Hawks could go further in the playoffs than the Knicks. Assuming that Trey Young is healthy. Joe, yeah, he'll be back for the playoffs. Oh, if Trey Young, Young's healthy, then the Knicks, the Knicks, no, the Knicks can't beat the Hawks in the playoffs. The Hawks will go yeah, further. That's the four five matchup as of right now. That's that's the four five matchup. Atlanta would beat the Knicks four out of seven or whatever the playoff format is. They Are you would, confident? I'm very confident. All all healthy? Yes. The Knicks, the Knicks, they play great defense. But they can't score. And Atlanta, as well as they are offensively, don't play that bad of defense since Nate McMillan took over as head coach. Shout out D. Rose, too. It's, it's, sometimes you, you, you see him out there and you just kind of want that, 
that he's gonna find a way to get D Rose and that that, that D Rose of old to come back. Like D Rose was ten years ago. It just feels like it's just so crazy to go. But ten years ago, I mean, you, when you saw D Rose play, you thought he was just about to be just. I never thought that I was on that level of just. He was. I, I used to love a little off time. I used to love just watching between the Bulls and the Heat play. Um, about that ten years ago when LeBron was there, um, the Celtics and Heat obviously were crazy matchups. Just the East was ten years ago. The East was a problem. West was too, but the East you had a lot of great athletes, kind of all over, and it was just great basketball back then. All right. So uh, <laughs> one thing I will say too about the East, if if the if the Clippers, I'm sorry, not the Clippers, if the Celtics don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think it's time for Brad Stevens to go. And I think you need to come on here and and say that you are very, very, very wrong about them. But this year, 100%. I mean, I, I, they, they have every the, year. They what have is so it? Much- do you put all you, you will put all the blame on Stevens because like Danny Ainge got to take some of that blame. It's it's the, some, somebody something somebody has to go. There's too much potential. There's too much uh, a firepower. There's there's the, the stars are just getting older. So why you are we blaming everybody but the damn players? I, I don't. I, I something. What, what you gonna do? You gonna make some trades? Something has to happen. This Celtics team. They got, and, you and, just said they got, they have a squad. They they have a, they, okay, so the blame has to go on somebody. If the they, players. You got to make a got trade. You got to make a trade. I, I love Brad Stevens. I think if they do decide to let him go, he'll get hired 10 minutes later. I, 100%. But something has to give. Whether it's, you're not going to trade Jalen. You're not going to trade, um. Jason Tatum. Uh, my skin, Jason Tatum. You, you got to figure something out. I don't. I don't. I don't think you you trade Kimba. You got to figure something out. So this is my problem with what everybody's saying right now. The two people you just said they aren't going to trade are the two reasons that they're not going to win nothing. I don't think so. Of course you don't think so because you're Jason Tatum's biggest fan. But the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> they're not that good to you. To you. To the whole NBA. To you. You just don't think they're good. Go ahead, Dwayne. I, I, th- I think Danny Ainge deserves more blame than Brad Stevens. Uh, you can't have... At some point, Danny Ainge needed to cash in all those assets. And, and he never did. He never did. Like, I think... I think I... I think Jalen Brown is the one that needs to get traded. I don't think you trade Jason Tatum. I think he's the better of the two. But I think you trade Jalen Brown. I think I, I like Marcus Smart defensively, but sometimes watching him on the offensive side of the floor is painful because he, he takes some shots. he takes some silly he shots. Wants to be that guy, but he's not. Well, that brings me back to these two guys. They're supposed to be your two best players. They're supposed to be your leaders. They should be saying they this. have they have great role players. And it's but hold on. And is is it time to say that Kimball Walker is overrated? Like. Was Kimber Walker big time because he was in Charlotte? Because now that he's in Boston, he's not the same Kimber. I don't know if I'm playing. Kimber's about the third or fourth person on that roster. I'm pointing at. But Kimber's, I mean, it's, I always say this. It's a lot easier to score 20 points than on a bad team than 15 points on a good team that's getting everybody's best shot every night. So, um, yeah, man. I don't I like so, Kimba. I like so, yeah, Kimba's, I, I like Washington too. I, I just think that 
Boston is that there are a lot of eyes are on Boston. I mean, you can say eyes on Toronto too as well because that's going to be uh, <laughs> very interesting to see what happens in Toronto. Uh, but I, I look at the I look at the East. You, you obviously have the Nets that are better there. The Bucks are going to be around. Sixers will be there. Um, you know, you're going to have teams that will be around. Knicks, they're obviously they're they're doing great. Atlanta doing great. So. Um, Charlotte's actually coming up to as well, but that Brook, uh, uh, sorry, Boston is one team that with as far as they made it last year, they made they played in the Eastern Conference Finals last year in the bubble. To looking at them now, it's like this team is you have a lot of pieces. Something's not working. We gotta gotta make some changes. Yeah, they gotta put on a Nets jersey or a Sixers jersey because those are the only two teams in the East we're talking about. No disrespect to your Hawks, but without Trey Young, not much of a conversation to be had. No, oh, I agree completely. <laughs> this no- is going to come down to Philly and so, Brooklyn. So, let's bring to the next point, Dwayne. Uh, if you're looking at the landscape of the East, making it to the finals, Nets or the Fields? I, so I had this. I had this. Me and Big Marlin went back and forth when he was uh, on my podcast, and I argued and I argued and I argued. Philadelphia is the only team that can beat the Nets in the East, and I, I think, and I f- fairly confident right now that they will. But I reserve the right to change that uh, as we get closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will. We'll be tuning in. I'm sure you will. But but so. but because but the reason I say that is because Philly can beat them if healthy. But, like, if healthy is a big if with the 76ers. So, other than Philadelphia, nobody's beating the Nets. So, if you're giving me and you're telling me everyone's healthy, I'll take the field because I think the 76ers will beat Brooklyn. This is, this is, this is the one thing I don't think we're giving enough credit to. Do, you, do we remember LeBron before... Before he went to Miami, he didn't know how to win. He, he had been there. He'd been close before. He didn't put it all together. But then when he went to Miami, he wait. He grew up a little bit. Wait. And he won. So he grew up and he won. And then he went back to Cleveland and we saw a completely different LeBron, right? When we saw Kyrie make that shot. Sorry, go ahead. KD is, is literally walking that same path right now. We saw him go to the finals and lose in OKC. We saw him go a couple years struggling, get with the Warriors, and com- like look like a completely different player. And I think when he comes back with the with the Nets right now, it's going to be scary come playoff time if he's healthy. He's been back, so he's, he's played a few yeah. games. He's been back, but he didn't make a shot his first game back. He was crazy. No, he, he missed some shots, but he had like thirty. He did bad his first game. The oh, second game, the second game, he did a lot better. Okay, but. But this is what I'm saying. I think come finals, he knows what it takes to win now. Kyrie knows what it takes to win. James is the only one. And I think James is the actual key to make that whole thing go. Uh, but I think it's a scary sight for anybody. But I'm with I'm with Dwayne. I think Sixers are the only ones that have a shot. But they have like they have to play a perfect game to beat Brooklyn. And I don't think the same goes for Brooklyn. I, I just don't like you guys. We talked about this for a long time. We did. He and I went back and forth, and the the his his main argument is who's gonna who's stopping that big three? Who's stopping that big three? Philly can play defense. Brooklyn cannot. 
like Philly can do enough to limit the amount of points that Brooklyn scores. Brooklyn and, and their offense is only going to get better when they play Brooklyn. Because I, I could say I could say Brooklyn can score and Philly can't. Like you can't just say they can play defense and they can't. Like do the Nets play defense? Do the Nets play defense? No. Okay. So Philly's not gonna have any trouble scoring the basketball. On the Sixers outside of Joel Embiid. I didn't hear what you said. I said, who is the offensive threat on the Sixers outside of Joel Embiid? I would say Ben Simmons is a threat. And now that they got knocked down shooter, and now that and now that they got, alright, you know what that was. That's what I'm saying. Alright, so now switch over to the West. Uh, Lakers. Hey, we saw a whole other conference to talk about. Just hey, just Lakers. I'm bringing up the Lakers. Lakers, especially Utah Jazz. Oh. And the Suns and everybody else in front of the Lakers. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. All right, Lakers or the field. <laughs> Who you got, Dwayne? I'm taking the field. Whoa. Hey, that's like you ever seen the pictures of Dion's house? That big old football field he got out there. That's what the field looks like. It's just funny. I'm just saying, man. I'm taking the field. I, I, I can't see, for for one, whoever Utah plays in that first round, it's not going to be an easy matchup. I, I, and same thing, honestly, with Phoenix. I think Phoenix is, will advance, but I would be, and I think, what, this happened maybe three times or so, an eight seed is beat a one seed. Um, ben Davis. So I, I, I see you saw Jazz actually. Just watch, just watch. I, I wouldn't be. I'm, I'm actually hot take season. Whoever is in the AC in the Western Conference will beat the Utah Jazz. It's not true. Why not? It's gonna be like the Grizzlies or somebody. They're not gonna beat the Utah Jazz. Uh, why not? That's definitely okay. not gonna happen. I'll look, I'll look smart if it comes out. So, all right, uh, Dwayne, who has got the tension? This week for episode 25 of Sports School. Who you got? All right, so I know we talked NFL Draft and we talked NBA. But the reigning National League MVP, Freddie Freeman, has detention. He got struck out by the Cubs' first baseman tonight. (laughs) Not a pitcher, not somebody coming out the bullpen. The Cubs' first baseman, Anthony Rizzo, struck out the reigning MVP, you got to be better than that. Braves still won, but you got to do better. Freddie Freeman, you got detention. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo's not gonna let him live that off that down either. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't. But you can't just get struck out by the other team's first baseman, and you supposed to be the MVP? No. Wow. I'm not letting that slide. <laughs> wow. The, the only position player should be uh, striking you out is. What's his name? Ohani? Ohtani? Ohtani. Yep. Yeah. He's the okay. only position player that, that could strike you out. That's the only one. That, that you're allowed to, to get struck out by Shohei Ohtani, but that's it. <laughs> you can't get struck out by no other position player. No. So, yep. Freddie Freeman, you got detention. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Dwayne, uh, it, it's been great, man. We need to plan to do this. Uh, at some point in the playoffs, we got to do another one of these. That sounds, um, sounds hey, like wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I gotta say this though. Gotta give Freddie Freeman. He's gonna have some fun in detention. He went four for five with three RBIs and a home run tonight too. 
He did. He's probably ready to go home. I'm a huge Braves fan. You don't get to get struck out by the first baseman of Chicago Cubs. You don't get to do that when you're the reigning MVP. You don't get to do that. Braves won 10 to nothing. There's not a lot that I can complain about. But Freddie Freeman got struck out by the Cubs' first baseman. So, yeah, he's got detention. He's going to be real mad about it. He's going to have his mama contact me. Uh, and I'm going to have to explain to her, you can't get struck out by the first baseman of the opposing team. This is your high school anymore. That's not their second best player over there. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I will say this. Padres, these Padres and Dodgers, I wish they wouldn't have had these games so close to each other. Just because I think the first series was great. And then here it is, like a week or so later, you got another series. And then we don't play, I think, for another two, three months or something like that. So... It felt like playoff baseball w- was here already in yeah. April. So. Can you just be thankful for that as a Padres fan? Shout out to Tatis, though. I thought Tatis was going to be out for a much longer amount of time than he was. I, I, I thought so, too. And I think it was, what, like five five or so homers and like three games. Three games. Man, man. I mean, just. And then on top of that, too, I hope I'm, I'm going to record this segment right here and send this to Ed. The fact that we were down seven to one, I thought I was watching the Falcons at one point. Sorry, Dwayne. I'm done. I'm done with you. No, no, no. There were so many other things. I mean, to come back and win that. I mean, sheesh. Yeah, that wasn't a good game. Tatis, Tatis, Tatis had two off balance. I watched. I watched like from the eighth inning on, and there were so many missed opportunities on both sides to win the game. It was actually really bad, like the last four or five weeks. Yeah. But shout out to the Padres. They got the dub. There you go. Yeah. Yep. You used to go take them off the way? No, I was going to say, Tatis had two off Trevor Bauer. That was the best part of watching that. Was watching Tatis (laughs) hit them two home runs off Trevor Bauer. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love how much fun baseball players are starting to have. Taunting and the, the back and forth, like and, and, it, and it means something. Whenever you see these divisional, and unlike all these other sports, I'm throwing at you. The next yeah. time, like, so <laughs> right. I'm gonna miss a game, and I'm a pitcher, so I was gonna pitch tomorrow anyway. Like, who cares? Yeah, the, I think the Braves, the Braves and the Padres are probably the two most fun teams to watch in baseball. But baseball doesn't know how to market, so it's still a dying sport. <laughs> But is the EA Sports still making the show? Whoever's making that, they know how to market. Putting Tatis on the cover. EA Sports. Did you see that clip of the guy? Yeah. Anyway, I didn't, but we out of here. Uh, Dwayne, appreciate you. We'll, we'll, we'll do this sometime again. We'll find a way to, uh, it may be too much to have you on and get callers in, so, but we'll, we'll figure something out to where we can. Like, a, uh, the, like we deal with pretty, pretty, for privilege, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, 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 figure, we'll figure something out, Dwayne, but we definitely do this more often. But um, appreciate you. Um, yeah, and congrats to-, to you on episode 25. We'll take it quarter century. Yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate it. We are episode, what, 67? Yeah, we get, we're getting up there, man. We're getting up there. But yeah. other than that, uh, we'll highlight you, Dwayne, and um, we will catch you guys, everybody, next week. Subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, for Sports School too as well. Apple yes. Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. I'm, I'm getting the YouTube up now. Okay, I'm, uh, no, it's not. And I'm, and I gotta come Go back. On, I gotta come back on with y'all. I'm getting killed in y'all's chat box. <laughs> I gotta come back. Yeah. And get, 
I need some of these people's contact information. They can just come argue with me in person. <laughs> So we will have to take some calls next time. Right. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But we'll figure that out. But uh, we'll catch y'all next week. Dwayne, we will talk to you soon. All right, Good guys. Day. Appreciate it. We out. That's the Marlon versus Marlon podcast. That's the simulcast. Had a ton of fun. Uh, before I end, shouts out to uh, all the sponsors. Evan Tanner, he gave me the audio equipment. If you have audio video needs, shout out to him. He can definitely help you out. Diamonds and Pearls on Airbnb during the Myrtle Beach area. North Carolina coast, look at that, that's a beautiful place to be, right on the golf course, 10 minutes from the beach, seafood capital of the world, other than that, it's late, I got school tomorrow, go do your homework, Coach Dwayne is out.